Hi, this is Sharice Kenyon, and you're listening to the Beauty Me podcast, all about beauty beyond the BS. Today's episode is a really indulgent one. It's basically a list of all the makeup products I want for my birthday next week. No deep or meaningful conversation here, but I still think you'll enjoy it, especially if you're someone that, like me, just loves beauty and is feeling kind of excited right now about the state of the beauty industry. Also, anyone who knows me and is listening, feel free to take a hint. But while it's definitely self-indulgent, I do think the episode makes sense because, as I mentioned, it's kind of been quite an exciting time for beauty as we try to move towards making better decisions about the brands we spend on, being more selective, consuming a bit less where we can. Some brands are trying to make things easier for us with new packaging innovations and multitasking products. And that's part of the reason why I'm so excited Admittedly, change is a slow process, but it's clear that at least some brands are also trying to do the right thing when it comes to real diversity and inclusion. I think there's still a really long way to go. Some brands are doing great. I think some brands could afford to silence their founders. But yeah, I think we are moving in the right direction. I've always said I don't want to see diversity as a trend that's, you know, satisfies people for a year and then it's gone. The other reason I'm excited right now is simply because I'm out and about more and there are just so many amazing new colours and formulations to play with when it comes to makeup. And I've found myself making some pretty long lists of things that I want to try. I guess it makes sense when I've had some of the most influential makeup artists on the show. I really do trust what makeup pros use I know that influencers are, of course, still part of our life online, and apparently we can expect to see more virtual influencers from brands soon. I'm not sure how that's going to make me buy stuff, if it's not a real person. But that's a whole other story that I'll touch upon again in a second, actually. Um, But when I want to know what a product is for, how long it might last, and exactly how to use it and get the best of it, I still go to the pros. And when I say pros here, I mean makeup artists that work on all skin tones and types. I love to see their hands using the tiniest amounts, building the finest layers to create a masterpiece or simply sharing super quick hacks to make the most of our makeup. And I love to then try out these looks and tips on myself. I think it's that sense of touch and creativity that is one of the reasons I'm finding it hard to get my head around beauty in the metaverse. I'm not sure if anyone can convince me that having someone do my makeup in the metaverse is going to feel the same as if they were in my house putting makeup on my face. I'm not sure if anyone can convince me that going into a store in the metaverse to buy a blusher is going to feel the same as me going into a real store, swatching a real blush, feeling the texture, seeing if it will suit my skin and then going home to create a look around it on my real face. In some ways, it's definitely tempting. I mean, I could create an avatar of myself with zero blemishes. I've said many times on this podcast that I deal with hormonal acne and it would be great to wake up with none tomorrow. So if I could make an avatar of myself with no spots, I could have high cheekbones, I could really Zoe Kravitz myself, have less gappy teeth. But how would I feel when I inevitably see my real face? Am I going to freak out? 
Anyway, the metaverse is a conversation for another day, but I did touch on it in a recent episode, number 108. I'd love to know what you think, though. Are you looking forward to trying on fashion and beauty in the metaverse? Let me know why over in the DMs at Beauty Me Podcast or email me beautymepodcast at gmail.com. So let's get into these products. I posted a question on my Instagram to ask for suggestions from listeners and they definitely came through. So this list is very much influenced by you as well as beauty pros. First up, a product that really sounds like a must is Charlotte Tilbury's Cryo Recovery Mask. It's £49 and can be used over and over again as it relies on cold therapy, which Fashion Week makeup artist Charlotte swears by. On the website, the promo for the mask is full of exclamation marks, which, as you might know, is a classic Charlotte Tilbury thing. But to be honest, I do think many of her products live up to the hype. I love Flawless Filter. I love the lip liners, the crystal lip oil. And the fact that my friend and former guest, Shanique Dawkins of Hard As Nails, told me that this cryo mask is a must means it's definitely going on the list. Amongst the claims on the site, it promises that skin feels lifted, firmer, smoother, more elastic, and most importantly for me, less puffy. I'm one of those people, I get carb face. You know, you wake up in the morning and everything is puffy. Eyelids, under eyes, cheeks, jawline. It also promises to sculpt the skin thanks to cooling metal beads that target acupressure points and help relieve tension. And I know we carry a lot of tension, you know, around our eyebrows. So for me, I think this could be a really great product. I love the fact that it's reusable. So... You know, we can just keep it in the fridge or freezer for a pick-me-up on those early mornings when you like, you need to get out the door and look alive. Next, I've got more Charlotte Tilbury, so just bear with me. This has not been sponsored by Charlotte, but, you know, maybe it should. Um, a lot of listeners suggested Charlotte's newest foundation, and I'm definitely tempted. I think Beautiful Skin Foundation might be the one that ticks a lot of people's boxes when it comes to undertones. In the past, the brand has been criticized for not considering the vast array of undertones that are found within all skin colors, including darker skin tones. But recently, one of my favorite former guests, Dr. Awoma Ukulegi, better known as at Skin Doctor, vouched for the foundation big time on her Instagram. She said that Beautiful Skin will give Pat McGrath's skin fetish sublime foundation a run for its money. Now, if you know your foundations, you will know that Pat McGrath's skin fetish is super popular. I haven't tried it myself yet because since the pandemic, I really just want to go into a store and get my shade matched. I don't want to keep making mistakes online. So I haven't touched Pat McGrath's one yet. If you're interested in a price comparison, the Pat McGrath Foundation is £61 for 35 mil, while the new Charlotte Tilbury is just £34 for 30 mil. I'm just a bit nervous about the Tilbury one as I've heard it's not the most ideal for oilier skin. But let me know if you've tried it and if you've got oily skin, if you love it, let me know over in the DMs. But while I am in the market for trying a few new foundations, I'm also considering Il Maquillage and the new and improved formula of Makeup Forever's HD Skin Undetectable Longwear. I have seen a lot of people vouching for this product and I have to say it does look good. And for the first time, I'm okay with a brand claiming that a product is skin-like because the people that I've seen this HD foundation on, a vast array of skin types and also 
people, not everybody that wants the same finish. I've seen it on people that love a glowy finish. I've seen it on people that love a soft matte finish. It looks really good. Also, the new NARS Light Reflecting Foundation has been recommended by a few people, including another recent guest, Felicia Walker of This That Beauty. As I've already got the NARS Sheer Glow and Soft Matte Foundations, I'm definitely intrigued by this one. So let's see. I'll let you know who I choose. Someone who inspires many of my makeup purchases is my most recent guest, Aoife Cullen. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you are truly missing out. This was such a good conversation with Aoife. It's episode 112. She is the most genuine, creative human and is brilliant at creating these looks that have nothing to do with following the mainstream. Her content is so prolific that basically not a single day goes past without me adding one of the products she's used to my ongoing wish list. Most recently, it's been MAC Cosmetics Sheer Tone Blush in Pinch Me, which was actually sold out online when I first looked for it, but I just got an email today saying it's back in stock. Aoife also said that the singer Halsey's About Face brand's blushing beige matte fix lip pencil in Midnight Seduction. Sorry, that's such a long name. Basically, look up About Face lip pencil Midnight Seduction. I don't get why it's called Blushing Beige Matte Fix. But anyway, <laughs> Aoife loves that pencil in Midnight Seduction. And when she teamed it with the NARS Air Matte Lip Colour in Dolce Vita, I knew I had to have both. Um, it's such a gorgeous combination. It's kind of like this fleshy, nudie pink combination. There are also several palettes I've got my eyes on right now. And one of the brands I'm most interested in is Kaleidos. I can't remember where I first saw it, but then I started seeing it on everybody's pages and it was the shimmer in their eyeshadows that just really stood out to me. They are just so shimmery. They seem kind of soft and shimmery, not glittery. I can't put my finger on it, but there's something I like about this brand that on its website proudly states it's all about there being no authority when it comes to beauty, just instinct and individuality. And I think that's a massive trend right now. I did that in my 2022 beauty report about how just the rules are gone. It is all about expression. I've got my eye on a bundle of four of their palettes right now, each containing six shades for £58. Another palette I'm definitely tempted to buy if it doesn't sell out in hours on Cult Beauty, which is the only UK stockist, I believe. It's makeup artist Hindash's new palette. I love the look of his first palette, Beautopsy. It's a collection of 12 gradient shades that looked flattering on every skin tone, very kind of earthy, rich neutrals. And I'd heard really good things about the quality of the shadows. However, the reason I didn't purchase it was because I felt like I already had a lot of gorgeous neutral options. But I was still super intrigued by what Hindash might do next because he's a former portrait painter, a photographer and a makeup artist. So I really feel like his products seem very inspired and necessary. His new palette is called Monochromance. And again, there are 12 gradient shades, but instead of neutrals, we've got some blues, purples. There's a really nice khaki that um, turns into like a yellow tone. They definitely just look like they're a bit more fun than the original palette. But having said that, I know several people who have Beautopsy are already planning on buying Monochromance. They want both. 
Um, it launches this week alongside Hindash's first lipsticks, and he's already commented that they're working on releasing the two palettes as a set. So I don't know if it will be, maybe you can buy a palette with one of the lipsticks as well. I just really think Hindash is somebody to watch this year. And also, if you're into YouTube, he makes some amazing videos on YouTube. He's just so good at showing you how anyone of any skin tone can look in his makeup. So again, staying with lips, I'm really looking forward to trying more makeup by Mario. I'm already obsessed with his sculpting lip liners and the ultra suede lipsticks because the quality is perfect and the colours he creates just look so good, whether it's a deep neutral or a fleshy pink. So I'm definitely going to be trying his new cosy lip creme, currently only available in three colours, nude suede, a pale pink, which is sold out, pinky brown, which is exactly as it sounds, and mocha latte, a gorgeous, cool mid-tone brown. I'm also going to try his other recent launch, which is Moisture Glow, which is this gorgeous, hydrating, melty, glossy balm that features several vegan oils, such as kiwi oil, avocado oil, and argan oil. They just look so gorgeous on, and they look like they really pack color as well. However, of the seven shades, only two are currently available to buy, which is Bronze Glow, which is a warm brown, and Plum Glow, which is a deep purple berry tone. That's not really for me, so I'm just going to wait until they're fully stocked up again. Finally, let's take it back to the great Pat McGrath. I'm a massive fan of Pat herself. She is the ultimate guest, her and Oprah. Um, but I have found a couple of hits and misses with some of her products in the past that I've bought. I remember I bought one of her lipsticks and the formula just felt really weird and slippery to me. But, you know, everybody else seemed to love them. So I was like, okay, maybe that's a misstep. I also bought one of her glosses and I was like, oh, I think I probably could have got a really cheap version of this. But that doesn't mean I've given up on Pat because when Pat gets it right, she gets it so right. And she is someone that has developed some amazingly iconic products for other brands before she even started her own brand. So as such, I've been looking at a few of her divine blushes. I'm really hooked on Paradise Venus, which is this gorgeous terracotta and Cherish, which is a really pretty neutral pink that seems to look amazing against any skin tone. So I can't wait to try it. I'm also picking up some of her Fetish Balm Divinal Lip Shines and the brand new Intensifies Artistry Wand. I'm really excited about that. It's this really handy mixing liquid pen. So you know how if you're into makeup, you'll know when you use a shimmery, sparkly eyeshadow, you can kind of really ramp up the sparkle by adding a mixing agent to it or a fixing spray. So this is like a little mixing liquid pen that you just draw on anyway. You can draw it over the whole eyelid and then put your eyeshadow on or you can literally mark out tiny areas to really make shadow pop exactly where you want it. I'm really excited to use it. On the website it says it's the couture makeup tool for ultimate eye adornment which is a very Pat statement and I can't wait to share a review with you. Pat is the queen of fashion week makeup, so I'm expecting a lot from this pen. As always, I'd love to know if you've tried the Intensifies Artistry one, so let me know over in the DMs at Beauty Me Podcast. So that's it for now. I did think I could go on and on with this and bring in skincare and treatments that I'm dying to try, but... I think that would be 
an episode that's many, many times longer than this one. I do need to book myself in for a massage, though. It's essential, birthday week or not. Do tag me when you're listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed it, do please rate and review it. And be sure to sign up for my newsletter. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you. See you next time.